Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Novi Wheels podcast between the spokes. This is episode 15. Casey, do you know what episode this is? This is episode 15. Episode 15. We have a click, a clapper board and everything. Holy crap, we're getting good. I know, we're getting pro in here. I apologize, we kind of missed last week. Things have been crazy. They have uh, been crazy. Yeah, also, Gels looks way way different today. Uh, We'll introduce ourselves. I'm Sam, who are you? I'm Sterling. So Gels is on his way. He should be in California right now. Um, so yeah, I'm jealous too. He's going to Laguna Seca. That's so, so cool. It's one of my all-time favorite racetracks, honestly. We got, we got his car here. I mean, so Gels is here in spirit. I also heard the keys are here. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Gels. We broke it. Oh God. We broke that it. Good. Anywho, I, I appreciate the drifter stitch. Yeah, I'm be real. I think we can do better than this, Gels. <laughs> this stitching is a little bit. Uh, I can drift stitch like a grandma. Huh. It's it's like knitting. It's so nice, good. nice. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today, Sterling? Um, well, uh, I was brainstorming some ideas for this one, um, mm-hmm. and I had always thought it'd be fun to, to find out like some of our guilty cars that that yeah. we wanted to own. You know, so you know those ones that you're like embarrassed about admitting are kind of so, cool to you. You know, are you embarrassed on admitting those, or do you have a pretty safe space with your friends where you don't have to feel embarrassed? <laughs> I mean, it depends. I got a lot of slack when I bought the Jaguar because, oh, it's British and it's a Jaguar. And, um, hey, I owned a Jaguar. Jaguars are cool. We're both are, cool. Yes, they are cool. You have to listen to us. We're the only two cases here, but he doesn't have a microphone, so you can't argue with us. Right. Jaguars are cool. Yes, yeah, and this is a safe space, I heard, so I won't be embarrassed this time. No, I'll give you shit. You can give me shit. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, so there are a lot of cars that I have looked at and been like, dang, I want this or I want this, and like they're totally guilty pleasure cars but i have no guilt at all i used to like i used to be like man i don't want to tell someone i think that's a cool car at this point i really think it's a cool car i will say so i know this is a car talk thing but Uh i recently got a tacoma and it's got a lift and i noticed this weird thing so if i'm one of my cars and someone else sees me in a car and it's another car guy same in my 240 there's a guy like an sti He'll go over, give me a thumbs up, be like, yo, cool car, and you know, I'll do it back at him. Truck dudes, when they see my Tacoma, I'll see them just eyeing it up, just wishing they were in that thing, looking at it. And then I'll look at them, and instead of making eye contact, they're like, oh, my <laughs> ceiling's interesting all of a sudden. And I'm just like, why can't y'all just say trucks are cool too? So cars are cooler than trucks. Yes, honestly. I actually, I went to a grocery store once, and I saw a slightly, I don't know if it was leveled or lifted Tacoma. And so I'm going up to it, I'm checking it out, you know, and the guy walks out of the, of the store, comes over to me. I'm like, dude, I, I really like your truck. And this guy had to be like 50, you yeah. know, 55. Um, so he's like my age. Thanks, Sterling. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but he gave no reaction, got in his truck and, <laughs> and drove off. It's like, okay, car dude. guys would be like, yeah, dude, I've done all this and this yeah. and this. And you'll have a best friend in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And truck guy, nope, puts his bag in the, in the truck, gets in and... <laughs> God. Drives off, no reaction. Maybe it's his wife's truck. Maybe it is. That'd be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, guilty pleasure cars. What What's one that you got, Sterling? So I have really been wanting a second generation Scion XB. So it's really funny because so Sterling and I were talking about this beforehand about what we were talking about. And Sterling sent me this idea and he sent me the Scion XB thing, which is hilarious because I also really enjoy them, but. I more prefer the first gen. Really? Yes. Yeah, see, 
<laughs> so there was a, a time when I was going to buy a Scion XB, or, or my girlfriend was. Her dad bought one for like stupid cheap, like 500 bucks. They were super, yes. super cheap. Yes, yeah. they were. And it ran great. It was manual. It's a that Toyota. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you get in, and it is like a bus inside. There is so it's much room. It's like a room. toaster. Yes, there yeah. is so much room the in that thing. The first gen ones, at least, like it's literally a box. Yes, it is actually a box. Yeah, the second gen's a little more rounded. But yep. um, I like that second gen style. And then I saw a bagged one once that had a full like trunk Whoa. set up with air. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. I've never cool. seen a bagged one. Yes, they're they're very, very cool. And I think TRD actually made like a body kit for that. Yeah, they did. Um, yep. And that looks really good as well. And then uh, I watched Top Gear, the American version, though. Yep. And one of the challenges, I think they made a taxi, and Tanner Faust got a Cyan XB. He 2J swapped it and oh made it rear wheel drive, and he was God. doing donuts in the Las Vegas Strip. I'm that's like, a man, crazy. that's so cool. <laughs> I, I always thought that those were cool because, first of all, it's Toyota. I love Toyota because they're usually reliable as hell. And second of all, they were cheap. I, I don't know what they are now. Everything's gotten more expensive, but yeah. they still got to be pretty affordable. And you get a five-speed. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a weird vehicle to have a five-speed in, but like super practical. Um, I don't know. You can like I always thought, um, kind of like K cars in J like Japan. Like you could mod them to look really cool, like little TE 37s on them. Like just do some like cool stuff that doesn't cost a fortune, and you have a neat kind of daily driver. Right. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> the ones that are done well look really good. Of course, you always have the people that try to make them look cool, right? Like like anything, yep. especially the Scion Crown like Grip. Like overly but, try. Yes, yeah. yes. But some nice wheels, some air, and if you can get your hands on that TRD kit, like looks really, really good, I think. Yeah. I, I, I Scion was so weird. I, I honestly, it to me, it was like Toyota was just trying way too hard. And they didn't need to call things a Scion. They could have just called it a Toyota. Yeah. And it would have still been successful. I feel like Scion may have even hurt it a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree. Because people didn't know. They didn't explain the whole thing super well. Because um, I remember when like the TC came out, it was all this like super tuner stuff. And I was like, wow, those look pretty cool from the factory. And like they're really kind of neat. But yeah, that whole branding obviously it fell away but it, right. i don't think it really worked out yeah i, I don't think so either um but i mean <laughs> right now i mean they are toyota subaru and Sun. i know well, now they it's were more awkward it's, yeah. like, it's weird <laughs> yeah i don't even know what it is the same but different yeah <laughs> so i i think a lot of these are gonna be really small cars for me but mm -hmm. i always thought that the uh the suzuki cappuccino <laughs> is such a cool little car. The it's, smallest car. It's super small. <laughs> but um, when I imported my Skyline, there were a whole bunch of cappuccinos that you could buy in Japan, and some of them weren't totally legal yet, so you have to wait to bring them over. Well, they're really cheap, like really, really cheap. Um, and the other one, I guess, I don't know if I can combine them, but a Honda Beat, like a similar yeah, thing, yeah, we're like super thing. small. Uh -huh. The, I, and what I was, I was like, damn, these are cheap. and. They get crazy gas mileage because it's basically like a tiny little, like almost like a motorcycle engine yeah. um, in these things. And uh, it's like, it, you know, it'd be fun daily driver. Like it's tiny, but like get good gas mileage, just cheap to, to run. But then I kind of dove into the maintenance and I was like, oh boy, parts are kind of a problem sure. uh, to get over here in those. Now it might be better, but I don't know. I just thought those were super cool tiny tiny little cars yeah they are they are really cool and it's like imagine a miata but like a baby miata yes you can even like it's like a baby that. baby yes, miata. Yes. yeah it's so cool those little cars are awesome they're, when you stand next to them like they just like they're so small like it, it's almost funny and then you like it's hard to see them if you guys know what i'm talking about like google image it but you got to find a picture of someone sitting in it 
because then the scale is there. It's like, <laughs> whoa, these are tiny because you're yeah. sitting next to someone and it's like shoulder to shoulder. And I think the beat came stock with some really crazy like zebra seats. Really? Yeah, like oh it was a really God. crazy pattern. So <laughs> I those are just such a vibe. And I wish we would have gotten more cars like that in the US yeah. that were just such a, a vibe where it was like, whoa, like it is what it is, but man, do we make it fun. And for those cars too, you can get some kind of cool like little gritty turbo kits and like right, yeah. all sorts of little performance stuff. And it's like you have a little monster, but it still only has like a hundred horsepower if that. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are cool. I forget that those even exist half the time. Nobody has them, but they sit in like those JDM yep. like warehouses all the time. Yeah, I've seen a couple cappuccinos in person, um, and I was just like, they're cool. Also, such a cool name for a, a, a yeah. small car, like a cappuccino. Like it's got a lot of energy, but it's a small little drink. Yeah, like yeah. It, yeah it's, it's very it's, fitting. It's so good. <laughs> what else you got, Sterling? Um, so while we're on the topic of JDM, the the one that kind of really came out of left field, I stumbled across it one day, um, but it's the the Mazda Yunos Cosmo. Oh, those are yes, the, like wait, the 90- how is that a guilty pleasure car? I think those are universally cool. Yeah, but I I feel like not a lot of people <laughs> know about them, and they're kind of like just a weird. So it's the the three rotor twin yep. turbo, three hundred horsepower out of this little car. Well, a lot of people take the motors out of the, out of those and put them in like RX-7s and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense, okay. Um, but then the inside is all like luxurious and it's nice. It's super nice. And fun fact, it was actually the first car ever to have GPS navigation, and which is pretty wild. Doesn't it have like a really crazy like glass, like rear window and like roof situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the whole like dashboard is all like one like long piece of yes. glass and stuff. It's, it's, it's really weird. It's a beautiful car. It, it is. I, so it's funny you said that. We very much have different kind of friend groups because my friends, would like lust after that car right. where it's like oh my god like obviously i'm huge in jdm stuff and yeah that power plant is just really really crazy it's yeah in there. yeah were, were those only automatics they were okay. yeah four speed automatic but I that's heard, right because it's such a dog of like a, a yeah, transmission it's terrible to like what you could have in, as far as a motor right and you know i was looking on like bring a trailer god it had to be like two years ago now looking at prices and the reason I, I drew such an interest to them was like, cause you could pick these up and maybe not always the three rotor one, yep. but for like 15, 16 grand, I'm like, that's a cool looking car. Oh yeah. Um, now I literally looked before we started this cause I made a list of all these cars, you know, I wanted to talk about. Oh man, and I'm Sterling like, did homework, Casey. I, I'm such oh, a I'm nerd. I'm coming in kind of blind. Such oh. a nerd. Um, <laughs> but now they're like 30, 40. Oh, Siri heard him be a nerd. Oh, she knows I'm a nerd. That's funny. Um, but now they're like 30 to 40 grand. Yeah. <laughs> like they're ridiculous. So would you keep the rotary in there? Or would you, if you owned one, would you sure. keep the rotary or would you swap it? I, I would definitely keep it. Okay. I, I think it makes such a unique sound. I think it's crazy that a car in 91, yeah. you know, made 300 horsepower out of that motor. That, yep. That's that's pretty cool. I would probably keep it pretty much stock. That's one of the few cars I would ever own that I don't think I'd modify other than an exhaust. I don't know if there's a lot to modify Pro- on those. <laughs> I don't, not. I've never seen one uh, I'm sure it exists with like kits and stuff like that, but sure. like I've never seen them. I've always seen them stock. Um, if anything, just some like different wheels on them. Even though stock wheels yeah. were kind of cool. Yeah, they were they were cool. It's very weird. Like it very much reminds me of like uh, an S13. Like mm-hmm. when you get the base spec that's like two toned, you know, top and bottom. Um, it very much reminds me of something like that. It looks more like a grandma car on the yeah. outside, but yep. Uh, overall, I think it's a really beautiful car. So it, uh, uh, okay, speaking of S13s and grandma cars, there's this lady that lives down the street from me. And she's, I think, 78 because uh, she had a garage sale and she owns a 240. A USDM 240, it's maroon. It's f- totally stock and it's like immaculate. And I, she was having a garage sale and I walked up to her when she's having it. And I knew she had this car. I was like, hey, did you ever want to sell your car? 
first of all, I think she's crazy because uh, she's like, I don't know what she said. She just sounded kind of crazy, but um, she knows what she has. And she's really frustrated because there is something wrong with the car and it's the cassette player doesn't work. Mm. That's the only thing wow. that's wrong wow. with it. And it's mint. And when I bought my 240, I remember she was outside and I revved up the SR and she turned and looked and she's like, oh, like another 240. And I was like, you bitch, like you wouldn't sell me your car, <laughs> yeah. so I had to go buy this one. <laughs> um, there's a lot of weird, I, I guess you consider guilty pleasure cars, but I do like JDM stuff. There's a lot of like interesting stuff that's over there. Uh, I always thought that any of the Toyota vans, like the Hiace or anything mm. like that, are super dope. They are like, really cool. They're super practical, but you use the entire wheelbase. Like as a driver, you sit like in front of the wheels. It's it's crazy, and they they look just absolutely nuts. Like with the you can get a kit on them. Like it's. <laughs> I don't know. I always thought those vans were just super, super cool. Yeah, they are. They are. And I, I know, like, were most of those mid-engine? Um, I believe so. I don't know what the... I think they're mid-engine. It depends, like, where the engine is, obviously, in relation to that axle. Right. But mid-engine are, like, right there sort of thing. Right. It's so cool to see, like, all of the, the vans that you can get, like, in Japan and yeah. stuff, too. Like, because we had uh, Bronson here that yep. had that Odyssey. That, I think it looks sick. That was Lugan. so yeah. cool. So cool. And especially when you put, you know, the Anovias on it, obviously, yep. like that actually. It looks more like a car wagon than a van. Yes. They didn't, it didn't have the sliding doors. It had like giant. Yeah, like, actual rear doors. Yeah. I remember I drove that thing once and I got in and the GPS just started screaming at me in Japan. Oh, or in really? Japanese. Yeah. In Japan. <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. You're um, now in Japan. <laughs> but, but he said there's like no way to actually get that to be in English in any way. Yeah, so you get with it. With a built-in navigation. Yes, exactly. And it actually shows Japan on the nav and that's stuff. That's hilarious. I'm like, wow, that's, this thing's I'm so cool. I'm so jaded. JDM right now. Yeah, so JDM, yeah. So I'm gonna move, so we can go back to Japan, but um, another, this is, I think a guilty pleasure car around here, but I always thought the first generation Dodge Challenger with the classic package is super, super cool. Interesting. Because it has, so it's an RT, and it has the, the two RT stripes on the yep. side. Then it had factory uh, chrome wheels. Yeah. And I was just like, that is such a cool looking car, like from the factory. And it's, I know people absolutely shit on Challengers and stuff um, out there, but I think that those cars are super cool. Like as an enthusiast car, it's such a fun like cruiser. And yeah, they get a lot of hate on the internet, but I think they're super, super cool. And they sound so good. They with do like sound a, really good. Yeah, a proper exhaust setup. And yeah, the classic especially is super cool. I know yep. like, I think in the newer body style they did a classic as well, but it's not like that. It's that not the same. Yeah. Like the the new one is a little bit too modern, and the interiors in the first gen are pretty crappy. Terrible. The only way to put it is really not good. <laughs> but it, out the exterior looks cool. The yeah. Challengers in the cool like old style script, but yeah, yeah, the new ones are definitely just nicer cars. The first gen, like you look back, I'm like, damn, these are not very nice. Yeah, yeah, I drove in an SRT8. Uh, once with a, the, it had the Hurst shifter, like the good old pistol oh, yep. grip and everything. I'm like, man, I feel like such a man in this car. But you look oh, yeah. around, it's like that dashboard is just one solid well, all piece the plastic of plastic. Just like, like <laughs> everything you touch is just like gross. Yeah, it's terrible. But I, the um, the challengers to me always just look really cool because whenever I've seen them in my rearview mirror or whatever, I'm like, damn, it looks cool. And so many people out there are like, man, I wish Dodge would do something with that or change it. I'm like, I don't know. No, like it's yeah. great. Just just keep it. Like. Don't change it. It's it's great. Just put bigger motors in them. Like keep right. doing that. Do that, Dodge. You're doing good. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, now they're doing that V6 or is it a hybrid 
twin turbo V6 or something. Now they're going to put all of those in the, the high performance yeah, cars. Yeah. The, so the this is, I guess, maybe a guilty pleasure car too. The new Mustangs, the EcoBoost, I'm all of a sudden kind of intrigued. So yeah. I used to, maybe I still kind of am, if you're going to buy a Mustang or Challenger or Charger, get the V8. Like, mm -hmm. just get the V8. But the EcoBoost, now with tuning, changes things a little bit. Because I, I was driving around town as my IS300, and for some reason that car, everyone wants to race me, and I'm like, this car is slow as shit. Like, <laughs> there is, it's a 2JZ, but like, there's no power here. Right. And this EcoBoost, like, just blew my doors off, and he lets off the gas, and this blow-off valve, just out of nowhere, just like, doo -doo -doo -doo. I was like, whoa, like, that sounded so cool. And the, like, I don't know, it was cool. I, I just kind of, that right there made me start looking at him. I was like, oh, there is some tuning potential in these. Yeah. Like, they're kind of cool. Yeah, they are. I, ha I had a buddy in high school that had one, actually. Um, Wait, you had a high school friend who had an EcoBoost Mustang? Yeah, he, he bought it. What kind of rich-ass place That's did you come from? That's what I said. Dude, that is what I said. I genuinely don't understand how he could have that car in high school, but he Wait, bought it. Wait, hold on. So, time out. Hmm. What car did you have in high school? Oh, boy. Okay, I had a few. Uh, so my first car, I had a 1991 Pontiac Firebird. Is a convertible Whoa. with a manual. Man, you must got all the girls. Uh, no, it was a V6, <laughs> and uh, and I bought like a thousand dollar set of new new gen Camaro SS wheels, only to find out that like the center hub is actually huge on the Firebird and it can't fit. Holy the crap! Wheel. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, so I had that slow, so slow, um, but it only had forty thousand miles on it at the time, so it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, then I had a Crown Vic police car. Damn. Loved that thing, beat the crap out of it, took it every time. Uh, I had two Mark IV Jettas. You had a lot of cars in high school. Oh I did, I did. Uh, it's because they progressively like got worse. So like the Firebird was super clean. I got the Crown Vic, I bought it from uh, just a, a kid in my in my hometown and his grandfather owned it, but he crashed it into a tree. Oh. So I replaced the fender and it had a green door off of a Grand Marquis. So, you uh, know, the police cars have like no trim yes. on the outside. This so one just had like, like chrome and oh, like, so it was terrible. I looked like a drug dealer yeah. in that car. Um, so I, yeah, I had that. I sold it to my friend in the military for like 600 bucks when you could get a Crown Vic for like a oh, grand. Yeah, nobody wanted them. Yeah, honestly. Um, and then I bought uh, an, a Nissan Altima. It was like, an, I think it was an O2, right? So it you're, had the VQ35D, yep. it was manual. I'm like, man, this is cool, but it had one door handle, the rest all broke off. Uh, it was damaged on one side, missing a window. It was, it was terrible. Um, and then, yeah, then I bought my, my Jetta, my Mark IV, two point slow. Um, yep. Had like good 100 horsepower, bought another one and just quick flipped that one. Uh, let's see. That, yeah, that's what I graduated because I have my senior photos in front of my Jetta with like plasti dipped wheels, dude, and the oh. stickers going down. You know, stickers going down the left hand side. Mm. I was big Euro guy, big big. That's Euro not guy. a that's not a good look. It was straight piped, the loudest thing. You'd have to floor it everywhere you go because I had no horsepower, yeah. and I got pulled over. I don't remember if it was four or six times for the exhaust. Oh my god. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, but yeah, I had a neon. I had one car. You had so, one car? Yep. I um, envy you. I had a neon. <laughs> I liked that car, actually. That car was actually really, really fun. It was an automatic, but it was a two-door neon, actually. And it was right before, hmm. they, it was the first gen, last of the first gen. Okay. And it had this crazy factory graphics package on the side, where it was like these racing ribbons, I call nice. it. They faded from red to yellow. And um, I love that car. It was so fun to drive. It was great on gas. But anywho, your friend had an EcoBoost Mustang in high school, because you guys are rich as fuck. Yeah. So. Circling back, yeah, he bought that car. Um, it would have been our last year in high school, which would have been, I graduated in 2017. Um, so he- Gosh, I'm 
<laughs> I know. I, I oh purposely brought that year up. You're welcome. <laughs> I graduated. Hold on. I graduated college before that. Really? Oh, man. Yikes. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so he bought the car brand new. It was a year on the lot uh, down in Chicago. And he ended up doing, you know, the typical bolt on the intake, the tune and everything. Um, but I remember driving it stock and I was very impressed with the power. Um, and I, I had driven a Mustang before that, you know, yeah. uh, not the S550, but the well, 197. Doesn't the EcoBoost make more power than the V6 when they offered the V6? I believe so. The EcoBoost made 300 when it came out, and I yep. think the V6 made 310. Okay. But who, actually, to the pavement, the, who knows? Did they discontinue the V6 Mustang? I think now for this like very new, yeah. like the 22s they did. Okay. But they still had it for that S550. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so I drove it and I remember, I'm like, man, this thing actually, it moves pretty good. And yeah. I mean, it had a lot of turbo lag, but it felt good. You well, know? and you hear a little bit of that turbo. I drove like, uh, I rented an EcoBoost uh, F-150 when I was in Texas, because you gotta rent a truck when you're in Texas. Yeah, of course. And I loved the little turbo in it. I was like, oh man, when you really get on it, you can hear it. And then my dad ended up buying I don't know how he found this short box, single cab, black F-150 with the EcoBoost. He oh, literally just walked on the lot and he was like, I need to lease a truck and I'm going to do the lease to own sort of thing. And he's like, oh, we just got this in. And my dad's like, oh, it's black. I like it. And I was like, dad, you found like a unicorn. Yeah, what? Cloth interior too. I was like, how did you like get this? So yeah. Wow. Hang on to it, dad. Yeah, that, that's a good buy. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, I was just gonna say, yeah, those motors sound great. Like, I don't yeah. the exact same motor, but yeah. It's... Yeah, I was very, very impressed. And it feels light, like in the corners too, because you know, you lug the Coyote around and there's yep. a lot of weight up front. This car does not feel like that. Um, and that, that platform, the S550 is already so capable. Yep. Um, so it, it's really cool to not have any of that extra weight up front and just be able to toss it around. Like autocross, be a great car for yeah. autocross. What other guilty pleasure cars do you got here, Sterling? Kind of um, bam, bam. So I'm gonna take it to like where I'm a fanboy to Euro. Oh God. Um, I really, at this current time, want a Volkswagen E-Golf. Oh. Because I had a Mark really? 7 GTI and I love that car. Why an E-Golf? Because. <laughs> Those are terrible. See, this is what I mean. This is the like, judgment. Here no, it comes. No, this isn't like a, is it cool or not? Like, I don't, it, No, it's they're, just a, they're bad awful. Car. They're so yeah. bad. They get like 80 miles of electric range. They make like 110 yeah, electric horsepower. They're, it's like worse than the electric Fiat 500. Honestly, it, it actually is, but you can get them stupid cheap with like no that's miles. That's because nobody on. wants them. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> but they don't have any miles because there's no range to put miles on. That, yes. You're so not. you could actually map it out. You could say how long it would take to get you 5,000 miles on that car. It'd probably take 10 years because you have to be charging it for like half of those years. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's a lot of math, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have the really cool front bumper that's got like the LED like running lights that are huge on it, right? Which, okay, it does. Also makes you wonder, they have terrible mileage. Why? Maybe it doesn't use many lights. Maybe, you know, when I was had my GTI, it said that I was using up uh, my gas mileage, it tells you in real time, like the accessories when you yeah. turn them on, how much that impacts your gas mileage. When you turn the fog lights on, apparently it ruins your gas mileage. Yeah, in my, two, in my 240, when uh, I had a bad alternator, I had to be careful how much I hit the brake pedal because when I hit the brake lights, the voltage would drop. So that's, that's so safe. That's yeah, so safe. it was very scary. I was like, <laughs> I was like, because it has a little warning light when it drops below a certain voltage, and if I hit the brakes, it would go on. So 
uh, I would drive around town with my, like, just the running lights on at night until I could get a new battery. Nice. Perfect. Shit's fucked, Casey. Um, so yeah, e-golf. I've been on like an electric kick a little bit lately. I think they're super cool. I loved the interior of my golf. It was comfortable. The car looks good overall, I think, except those like arrow wheels. Get rid of those. Yeah. I, electric cars need to not do dumb wheels. Yeah. They keep like, I don't know. It's like the Prius. Like it just had to look stupid. Like. Why do you have to make the car look stupid just because right. it's different? At least the Tesla, like you can pull off those like aero disc, like hubcap yeah. things and then they look good, yeah. you know? Or you could just buy some Anovia wheels because they're actually lighter weight than the factory wheels. We have Tesla bolt patterns. We actually have saying. quite a few Teslas on yeah. Anovias. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yes, not denying the fact, e-golf, horrible car, terrible car. Yep. I just love my golf so much and I'd be like, what would it be like to an electric one that'd be kind of fun you know yeah. dart around town instant torque all 80 feet pounds yeah pound, but it's like know? not any torque yeah. yeah all right i'm not gonna agree with this one that yeah that's okay that's, up. that's the whole i so i do so talk about small cars and i'll go over to europe even though i don't go over there very often um i and i've said it before i love 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 fiat 500s like especially like in a barth mm. but i would mm. even take like a regular manual one no just way. Be, like they're not fast they're no, not. They're not. They're, they're not. But like, you have to floor it to just go anywhere. So, um, but Nabarth would be crazy. I just think a Fiat 500 is such a car that it's, it's hard to not look at it or drive it and like be bored because it's just ridiculous. It's like that's why I own a wiener dog because it's hard to look at a wiener dog and be like sad. It's like it's so funny looking. Like it's just it's great. <laughs> I guess I don't know. We test drove a Fiat 500. Uh, I don't even know what trim it would have been. Whatever the luxury one is, that's not the Abarth. They, I, admit, they have the, I think there's a Gucci trim level. Yeah, it wasn't it's that, really but that's yeah. weird. Um, I love the Abarth, let me preface. Yeah. That thing's sweet. Um, but I remember looking at my fiance and going, this is the slowest car oh, I yeah. have ever. And it has like one big, on the dash, one yeah. big sport button. And you yeah. hit that and it literally does nothing other than hold the gear, <laughs> which just makes it annoying to drive. It, yeah. They're, they're not fun, but like they come in really cool color combinations That's and fair. they're cheap, like they are cheap. really cheap. Yeah. Um, before COVID, I was really keen on and about in a Barth because you could get them for like eight grand, like a good one for yeah. like eight grand. I was like, man. And so I think the same motor, I have a Dodge Dart. So yeah, like yeah. parts are super, super common. And those things sound crazy. Yeah. Those Abarths. I would definitely own an Abarth. Those are sweet. Are there any other Euro cars you want? That are these guilty pleasure cars? Hmm. I don't know if like, you can tell me if this one's dumb, but my Jag, I, I feel like it's slept on. I don't think it's like a, a bad car though, you yeah. know, which is kind of like the theme we're going on. Um, however, the Jaguar XFR, the first gen, the ugly one that nobody wants. My, I used to work with a guy who bought one of those. Um, he went very much like this is British, like he had like British, like Union Jack valve stem mm. caps and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, that was weird. But I, <laughs> I actually, I think the XF are uh, the first gen, I don't have a problem with those. I think those are cool. Yeah, they get a lot of hate. Cause like, if you look at the, the first gen compared to like the facelift, admittedly the facelift looks a billion times better. Yeah, I don't Way think the more first aggressive. gen ones are bad though. Right, and you can get those really cheap too now, yep. like 10 to 15 grand roughly yep. in there. Um, the mm -hmm. only thing I don't like is like, the interior feels a lot like a Ford. Like yeah. it's all plastic and just bare bones, no design really in it. Um, but that five liter V8 supercharged, same one that's in my F-Type. Yep. 
love that motor. It is a powerhouse. Do you love that motor? How's the motor going? It's blown up, guys. I don't blame the car for the situation that it's in. I, that car did amazingly driving across the country. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot to unpack there. A little yeah. sensitive, Sam. It really well, went below the belt on that one. So, yeah, we won't go into the motor stuff. But I think the first-gen XFR is cool. Um, I, you know, as far as kind of guilty pleasure cars, I don't know if it's really a guilty pleasure because everyone seemed to like these, but if you ever owned one, it kind of sucks. Um, I had a 2003 Jaguar XJ8, mm -hmm. and I would want to get one of those in a heartbeat. I want to get the 2004 because it kept the same body style, but it went to an aluminum body um, oh, versus a, a steel body. Okay. Yep. So, and the, the grill in 2004 was really ugly, but I would just take a 2003 grill and put it on a 2004. Sure. Um, that was also in Ford on Jaguar, so powertrain-wise, it was pretty good. I had a lot of electrical problems. Like, that really sucked, but that was the coolest-looking car I think I've owned. Like, everywhere I went, people were like, wow, you must be rich. And I was in college. Yeah. I was like, no, no one wants to use Jaguars, so right. they depreciate, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, the original sheet for the car, I think it was like an $85,000 car, and I bought it for like 10 grand. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And those are like such mobster cars. Like, oh, yeah. you can't not feel cool when you pull up to like a gas station oh, or something no. and you get out. Mine, had, it, mine was still the era where it had the four headlights. Yep. yep. Um, it had the hood, hood ornament. Hood ornament. Yes. There's a British racing green with a tan interior, oh, which is like the that's absolute. That's the spec. Yeah, that is the spec. And it had the, the dark brown mahogany um, or Burlwood, whatever they call it, um, interior. Like it was, it was great. That was such a comfortable car. Yeah, those are so cool. Um, when we had the the guy here at the shop for the CO giveaway truck winner, mm -hmm. uh, I was talking to his dad. I was talking about my F Type, and he's like, "Hey, I have an XJ8," and he showed me a picture, um, and it was all blacked out, like oh, black yeah. wheels, black emblems. Like it, that thing looked so Very gangster. Cool. Yeah. Yes, love those cars. Very cool. Um, I would say my next one would probably be the, I think it's like a 73, so taking it back old school, yeah. back to JDM, the Toyota Celica Liftback. Oh yeah, those are super cool. Yeah, they, they're like, if Japan made a muscle car, I mean yep. it's got a four cylinder in it, but yep. if Japan made a muscle car, mm -hmm. that that thing is so cool looking, I think, that liftback design, it, it almost looks like uh, like a 70s Mustang. Well like that's a, what, um, I mean, you look at like Hakoskas and like a lot of Japanese cars from that time period, they took influence from late 60s um, American muscle cars, and it's very much evident in their designs, but all of them have like small motors in them because right. that's just what they, what they had in Japan, but they look super, super dope. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like those. I, I've seen some pictures online of them almost like rat rotted yep. in a way. I'm like, man, that's like straight out of Mad Max, those yeah. things. Um, obviously no horsepower, but good candidate for a motor swap. And I. Um, kind of talking about like no horsepower. I also <laughs> would love an original Beetle. Like, yes. Like I always thought those would be really, really cool. My dad had one um, when he was younger and he always talks super fondly about it. And it's for a long time, those were like really not cool cars. And also yeah. now they're obviously like in vogue. So right. maybe it's not like a guilty pleasure because everyone's like, yeah, you should get one. Those are cool, but like they're expensive for what you get. Right, yeah. I, I do think they're really cool though. And they're so simple to yeah. work on, you know, and well, it's air cooled. So it's like, there's no cooling system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just like, how can you not have fun in that car? Yeah. Honestly, like they look cool no matter what you do to them. Um, and, but yeah, they weren't always that way. They always made fun of yep. all the time. Yeah, I remember my mom would make fun of them because, I don't know, she's they're so cheap for a long time and nobody wanted them. And people weren't doing really cool stuff with them. But now, 
um, that retro craze is kind of back. So you see yeah. a lot of guys on air with some really crazy chrome wheels or like even steelies, stuff like that. And it's, yeah. it's kind of a kind of, yeah, kind of a cool car. Yeah. While we're on that topic, the new Beetle, uh, like so the newest generation of yep. the Beetle, uh, they make the, the TSI version. Yep. If you've ever seen one of those lowered, this has to be a guilty pleasure car for me because you can get them in manual. The interior is color matched to the exterior. It is very weird how it's color matched. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that though. Something it's cool, but that, like, like pulls it all together. It's, it's weird because just... it's like a it's like a fishbowl. Yeah. And you see all of it, and it's like wow, that's like one color. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you look at those lowered on on some nice wheels, and they look really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's that same you know two liter turbo that comes in like the GTI. Yep. Um, so super cool platform. Sounds good. Looks cool when it's modified, not so much when it's like not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that the latest generation of Beetle does look very cool. Um, yeah. I did. I saw one of the first gen. What was the super rare like turbo one that had like the wing on the back? What was? So there was because you could do. So the super rare one was the Beetle RSI. That made they made like I think twenty five or something of those things. It wasn't that one. It was the. So they have the Turbo S. That, that's it. Yeah. So there was a. It was an older lady and it was like a yellow, like a pale yellow, and she was driving one of those. And I don't know if it came that way or if she got resprayed, but. I was just like, whoa, like this is a really rare car. Yeah. And I was like, this looks sick. Like, yeah. It's a cool Beetle. I think they used mm -hmm. even the same Turbo S badge. We might get roasted for this, but that came on the Turbo S Porsche. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, like right in the backwards center. Yes, it literally yeah. is like the same. <laughs> I, I thought it was the same. It looks very similar because I went up and I was like, wow, <clears throat> like, ooh, Turbo Beetle. I was like, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure this is a hella rare Beetle. And when I was sitting next to her or behind her in traffic, I Googled it and I was like, oh damn, like this is a super rare car. And then I got around and saw so I was like an older lady driving. I was like, not the person I thought they'd be driving this, but this is super cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, went twice in a row, so um, your turn. Huh. Guilty pleasure cars, <clears throat> I don't wanna own. We're kind of getting through a bunch of them. I'm trying to think of like anything USDM because there are some USDM cars that I see and I'm like, man, That'd be super cool, but I kind of would be embarrassed uh, to have it. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like, to me, some of the, like, the smaller cars in the U.S. from the, uh, the like, the 80s are just really weird and kind of, like, so, like, Ford, the Fiesta, like, the first-gen Fiesta. Yeah. Is it has like 14 inch wheels or something? Yes. Um, <laughs> one of my friends in high school, their the, like sister's friend, he could drive before we did, and he had one of those Fiestas. It was red, and it was a manual. I remember he was the only person I knew at the time that drove a manual, and the car was so fun. We fit like six of us in there, and it was like <laughs> such a, a fun car. It was such a quintessential like high school car because it was like tiny, right. kind of crappy. It worked all the time though. Um, and I don't know, it was just kind of like dumb, but I was like, these are, these are kind of cool. Like I totally want to own one of these crappy little Fords. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Or actually, <clears throat> um, the, I don't know what generation it is, but the Ford Thunderbird that they swapped to front, the front wheel drive Ford Thunderbirds. It was like the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Like the nineties. I always thought those were really cool. Not cause they like looked cool or anything about them. They're just like. Everything about it is terrible. Like everything, the interior, the motor's not great. It has like the four six in it, yeah. I think. 
um, when I first started the 4.6, and it's really heavy, it's really slow, you can only get an automatic. It was like this luxury car that wasn't really that luxurious. <laughs> um, and it just, I hate everything about it, but it's so bad where it's like, I want that. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know, it's just, it's, I don't know, just dumb. I think it's just like <clears throat> the fact that it's, it's just so weird. It's just yeah. different, you know? Yeah, it's that's a time period. There's a lot of cars from kind of that time period, like the Grand Am, Grand Prix, yep. Thunderbird, like those sort of cars. Uh, man, I did not like them at the time, but now looking back on it, it was like, damn, those are so weird now, especially Grand Ams and Grand Prix. I remember mm -hmm. uh, in high school, that was a lot of people that had Grand Ams and Grand Prix, especially like the dark green ones, like the gold mesh wheels and stuff. <sighs> But the interior, like they were so comfortable in the interior because the seats were like super plushy. Everything was buttons and like, yeah. it was just, it was weird in those. But like now I'd be like, that'd be fun to own. What Actually, we have a guy <clears throat> on Carriers, I think, who has a yes. uh, Grand Prix or- Grand Am. Gra yeah. Uh -huh. it's With like the Ram Air. And yes, yeah. I think it's got like the supercharged V6 in it or something. Yeah. But um, they look super good on that. So shout out to that guy. Yeah. Um, but I actually, that's a car that I think is super cool. Um, and be guilty pleasure, and I think it looks fantastic on those carriers. Yeah, I agree, and <clears throat> I think it had such potential to be like a cool yeah. car if it didn't have that terrible automatic in it, right? Yep. Imagine one with that supercharged V6 and a manual. Well, right? that was also during the time period where Fast and the Furious had such a huge influence on things that people wanted to mod their cars. So everyone that modded those, they looked awful. Right. Like yeah. there wasn't that, a, like yeah. a cool kit or anything for them, they just look terrible. Yeah, it was all that flamboyant, like <clears throat> make it as wide as possible and as like long as possible. And yeah, and it all was- the, All the fake grills everywhere. And it was all like kind of trying to be American muscle, but still be a tuner-ish car. Like it was yeah. just not, it was lost for it in itself. Yeah, I agree, I agree. They, but now, yeah, like looking at that one on carriers, like I think he's lowered as well. I think it's lowering springs, Yeah. Pretty sure. Um, but it, it just looks really nice. Like yeah. it's super clean and with a good set of wheels on it, it, it look, it comes together. Like yeah. you can show that car. It's pretty cool. Yep. Um, the 4G Eclipse, the last generation before it became the cross, the Man. bubbly round. I don't like those at all. Really? No. So same guy in high school that owned that EcoBoost, before he had that, had a 4G Eclipse GT, the one without the wing and all the crazy, like, cause it had, you could get the factory like wing and body reason, kit. For some reason, in my mind, when you, I think of that car, all I can think of is that horrific burnt orange color. Yep. And the Altezza style lights. Yep, yeah. Oh God. No, I know, I know oh, what you're talking about. It's so, okay, sorry, keep going. No, you're, you're good. It's so ugly. I I know, it, it got really bad. This car sucks, Casey. <laughs> it, this car doesn't suck, okay? Hear me <laughs> out, all right? So he had the V6 in the, G, in the GT. It's like 270 something horsepower. It's like crazy, but it sounded really good. And we were in high school, it had XXRs on it. It was all black, it had eBay headlights and taillights, but, but those same like chrome ugly 2000 taillights that you were just talking about, the eBay ones were blacked out inside. Oh, good. Uh-huh. Way better. Way better. Way better. Way better. All right, if we can, we're gonna sticky, I'm gonna get a photo and we're gonna sticky a photo of this on the YouTube video <laughs> when it goes live. But the car oh. was lowered, it had caseboard coilovers, a, a top speed exhaust. Why do you spring for the caseboards and got XXRs on there? 
It's a weird combo. It, it is, but I believe they were the first coilovers he had. Uh -huh. And after driving his car, I actually bought them when I had my Genesis Coupe, and they were phenomenal. Love yeah. the K-Sports. Um, but just minor bolt-ons, intake and stuff, and overall, the car came together, and everyone that he talked to said that they don't like 4G Eclipses, but his came together really well. And so it was black, all black, and then it had gold wheels. <laughs> the gold XXR 557s. Five, um, quit, stop. It looked good, Sam, I'm telling you. And because of that car, I would own one. And I kind of really want one. And you can get those in a manual. I've seen them at autocross, they're pretty cool. There was even a guy that turboed his V6 and made an all-wheel drive swap. I mean, that's getting way out there. That's a lot of work that. for a hideous car. They don't look that bad if you do them right. Oh, Similar to the XB. I know I just talked about a Thunderbird, but those look terrible. Yes. This, I, I don't know. I'm not, I can't get on board with this one. I'm be, I'm be real. I, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I, Come on. I, How much more JDM can you get than a 4G Clips? Way more JDM. <laughs> you can get so JDM. I'd rather have an LS swap Skyline than a 4G Clips. That's, I'm actually offended. Yep. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> yep. I just can't I'd, believe it. I, I would much rather do that abomination of a car. And if you have an LS swap Skyline and you like it, mm. I still don't like them. They, that's stupid. Don't do that. It is stupid. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Terrible taste. Um, this probably isn't a guilty pleasure now because these are probably cool now, but they were just kind of a meme for a while, is the second gen Sentra SERs. I, I like those, not because like they look super, super cool, but I'm pretty sure those are the ones with a six speed in it. And um, they, they were just very like, why did Nissan do that? Like at the time, Nissan was very safe. There was mm -hmm. nothing cool Nissan was making. And the SCR came out and it had a front bumper that was like a baby R34 bumper. I'm yeah, pretty sure the seats were R34 seats. Really? Um, that are in there. There's a lot of weird stuff in there where you look into it, you're like, whoa, Nissan did some cross-pollination on here and that's really crazy. Now the first gen SCR is like, that's just a cool car. The second one is the one where people are like, this is ugly. And I'm not saying it's attractive. It didn't really age well. But mm. I was like, damn, that's a cool car, like out of a weird era. That, that was the one that they threw in Need for Speed Underground. And that's why it? I really like it. Because I remember that was one of the starter cars, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, choose between that, a Neon? Yes. Was it an Eclipse that was in there? Uh, I, I, at the beginning, I don't think so. Because they had the Golf, didn't they? They had oh, yeah, the Golf, golf. The yellow yep. Golf. Yep. And it was the slowest car in the game, yeah, I think. It, <laughs> it was almost as bad as an E-Golf. But yeah. Listen, the E-Golf's kind of cool. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. That's two cars I just totally disagree with Sterling on. I, I Golf don't know. the Eclipse. The Eclipse is cool. Okay, I admit the Golf is a terrible car. Yeah. I will I'll, own I'll, that. I'll live with you there, yeah. But the 4G Eclipse is slept on car, definitely. I won't keep sleeping on it. I, I'm disappointed. I can't. I, I would expect nothing less from a fake GTR, though. Hey, I got an RB. <laughs> At least it runs, right? Well, not really. I think I have a bad head gasket. We got to figure that out. That's time for another time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there are any other like guilty pleasure cars really have. I'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. Are there any you have before we can close this out? The last one I have is a USDM car, this Pontiac Solstice GXP. My uh, old boss, where I used to work, 
he had one because that's a turbo one right mm -hmm. yeah and i remember oh god this is so funny i hope he's not watching this <laughs> fuck it maybe he's watching it tag him tag um, him casey <laughs> he bought this thing and he was like oh, i bought it and brand new as like a graduation present or whatever i remember him telling me like yeah it's got some serious power it's got a turbo <laughs> and when he's telling me that i see his car behind him in the parking lot and i had driven my r32 that day and i, I was on 26 pounds of boost and he's telling me like yeah it's hard to handle the power in this thing and i'm oh, like oh no bro how old is this guy um he's probably like six years older than me something like that so like 58 yeah, he's like 60 <laughs> but yeah anyways talk about your gxp because those are cool. Like, they I think they cool. look cool. Oh, no, he had the Saturn version. Sorry. Oh, the well, I like this the look of the Saturn more <clears> than the Pontiac, to be honest. I agree. The Pontiac has a weird kind of round front yeah. end with the goofy fog lights. Yeah. The the uh, the Saturn one definitely looked a little bit more. Was it a Sky? Was that the Saturn? Sky. It the red line cooler, was the... That's right. Yeah. Had a cooler look to it. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, you could get the GXP in a coupe. Yep. And I thought that looked really cool uh, in the coupe version and I thought wow that would be a really cool race car right so I don't think I'd ever own now that I'm thinking about it actually bagging one on like three piece wheels would look kind of where did you put the air system that trunk is like it's nothing it's I have no little, idea little baby I will leave that up to someone else to figure out okay but it might look cool um yeah but as a track car imagine like caging it you know putting a bigger turbo because that's the ecotech Two liter. Well, you, really, that car is just kind of like a little bigger Miata that has a yeah. motor that everyone that has a Miata wishes that the Miata had. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's got a wide stance and you can fit some really meaty setups on that car. I'm like, as a track car, oh, yeah. that looked pretty, it looked cool. It yep. would probably do really, really well. I can't imagine they weigh a ton. Yeah, I just don't know, like, suspension wise, how well they're set up. But yeah. Um, I remember, I'm pretty sure really early on in Formula Drift, someone had uh, one of those cars and it was really kind of funny because I remember at the time I was like, damn, that's sick. And I look back on it, I'm like, oof, not a good look. Yeah. But for like a time attack car, I think yeah. you're right. I think you put like a little like little cage in there and like, yeah, that'd be a great little just track monster. Right, exactly. And I think that's like kind of the definition of like the guilty pleasure car, Is it right? A five speed or six speed? I don't know. I don't know either. But, like, I wouldn't roll up to a car meet in one. You know no. what I mean? Or go cruising just no. to, like, show off. Like, I, I admit, I cruise in the Jag and just be like, mm -hmm. yeah, I have one, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I would not do that in a Solstice. Yeah. But I would 100% rip one at an autocross track or on a oh, racetrack. Yeah. Like, that'd be so cool, I yeah. think. Yeah, I bet you it'd be super fun. Tucked away in the garage and then the enclosed trailer all the way to the track so you don't have to, one. you know. Cool. Well, I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah. We agree on a car we like because it's not a shitty e-golf or uh, <laughs> Eclipse. All right. Sam. Well, appreciate you guys watching, listening, whatever it is. Be sure to share this with your friends. Give us a comment. Give us a follow if you haven't already. Check out some wheels, especially if you have a Tesla. Yep. But yeah, go to noviawheels.com. We got tons of wheels. We got forged wheels now, too. Forged wheels, yeah. Solstice, forged three-piece. That Just would be saying. sick. Someone does it. Do it. Love Do to see it. it. Cool. Well, I'm Sam. I'm Sterling. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. Later.